Welcome. Together we're going to explore our personal finances and figure out how to improve them. Whether you're just getting started in life on your finances or you may already have a home, a car payment, and you're struggling to get credit cards under control, or you're getting a late start in life on saving for retirement. ReducedDebtIncreaseWealth.com is a podcast to educate those to improve personal finances, whether it's eliminating debt or making smart investments. Welcome and Mr. Chuck here. This week I'm going to focus on the plan. If you've been reading articles or other people's podcasts or YouTube videos and you're, you know, they're talking about reducing your debt, they're going to tell you somewhere in there you need a plan. And that's what I'm here to help you. I'm taking you step by step on how to get that plan into effect, but I've yet to tell you what the plan is. But before I tell you what the plan is, we need to focus on how did you get yourself where you are today as far as your debt goes. You need to reflect back. You got, if you did what I asked you to do and you got all your information in front of you, did you look through it? Have you seen a trend? Do you spend more money at one time a year or another time of year? Those are things you're looking for. You just need to figure out how you got all that debt. If you have two, three credit cards with 6,000 or more unpaid balance every month, how did you, how did that happen? You need to figure out what happened, how you got there, what you're going to do to prevent that from happening again. Make a commitment to yourself. So the plan that I've been using over the years, as I talked about in the first week and a little bit more in the second week, I pretty much learn off and on by reading articles, watching other, listening to podcasts, and, you know, several different sources. And I pulled it all together. As I go through there, I was thinking, there's something that I'm missing here because it really never seemed to work. And then I thought, hmm, what can I do? This, I mean, these are all good ideas because, you know, being an accountant, you know, I look somewhat conservative with my finances. I thought they're not telling me everything I need to know. They're, they're piecemeal. I'm just getting piecemeal information from each individual, you know, from this article. Yeah, it was good information. Yeah, I should do that. Another one, that was a little bit different idea. I should do that. So what happened was, one night, and it just dawned on me. Well, if I do it this way, it might work better. So I tried it. Lo and behold, it worked. I started getting out of debt. Started getting out of debt a lot faster. Your plan is going to be, one, decide, do you really want to get out of debt? And you should because you want to be financially secure. If you're married, it's a lot less stress in the household. And you just have a better life overall. If you're young and you're just getting started, my advice is be careful. Only use debt for the things you absolutely need, and that would be a place to live and a car to drive. Keep it under control. Don't buy the house you can't afford. Buy a lesser expensive house. Maybe over two or three years, do a little bit of remodeling, update it, and then you know what's going to happen? It's going to go up in value. When it goes up in value, you're going to make more money. Maybe three, four, five, six years, you can sell it, pay off that loan, 
have a big chunk of money left over, use that for a down payment for a little bit bigger house, better neighborhood. Use that as a down payment, and you can get started, and you're not going to be straining your budget. As far as home or rent and home, you know, you should look at percentage of income. I, uh, when I was younger, I was told by my mother that, and she was, you know, pretty took care of the family finances. 25%. Don't go over 25%. Well, I did, and I struggled. So, you know, anywhere from 15 to 45% is a good number of your income, depending on, you know, where you live, how much housing costs, to what your lender is willing to lend you. That's for the younger people. If you're a little bit older, wiser, already have a home, have a couple cars, whatever, find yourself overwhelmed and things that don't seem to be getting better, uh, we're going to go over the plan. Uh, the first step is you, you want of your plan is to reduce debt. How you do that? Well, at the very beginning, if you don't have a savings account with at least $1,500 or more in there, for an emergency fund, that's step one. Well, that's step two. Step one is getting your checking account under control and knowing how much money you always have. Step two is having a savings account and building up an emergency fund. So this is a plan, and you got to work on it. It might take you two, three months just to get the first two steps under control. It should only take you a few days to get your know how much is in your checking account. That That's a relatively simple Projecting your expenses forward, that's a little more difficult, and I'm going to go over you know, a little more detail. And then get your savings account set up if you don't have one. Build up an emergency fund. That might take two, three months. Keep putting money in there. You know, Maybe you're going to say $1,500 I want minimum in my savings. That's my emergency fund for now. But you're not going to stop there. You're going to keep putting money in there until you have five or 6000 Then you're going to take 4000 of that, you're going to leave 1500 in there and take the difference out, three, 4000 and apply that to one of your credit items. And then you're going to start building up your savings account again. That may take two or three months. It takes me about three months. So every three months, I'm making a big payment on my credit somewhere. And I've done that over the last almost four years now. And I've paid off over around somewhere around a hundred thousand dollars and one of these days i'm going to get that number together and and let you all know and you just do that over and over and over as your debt comes down it it speeds up you get two one credit card paid off you got a little bit of extra more money that you can put in your savings you get the next one paid off you got a little bit more money you put in your savings you get the next one paid off you got a little more money you get the next loan paid off maybe it was a uh, a loan was a $300 a month payment or a $500 a month payment. And then you got a lot more money going in your savings account every month. So as you go and you pay things down, this process is going to speed up. It's like a domino effect. It's going to start slow and it's going to speed up over time. So with that said, I'm going to now go into a little more detail on how to project your expenses forward from your checking account. For your computer savvy people who maybe have a spreadsheet on your home computer or your laptop, that would be the best way to do this function. You you know, you'd have a column, maybe column A as a description, column B as a date, column C as the dollar amount, and column D as your running balance in your checking account. So you go online 
you figure out what, you know, you look at your checking account balance and you plug that on the top and you go forward. You know, you might look back the last month. What did I pay when? You know, and hopefully you got all those statements there in front of you. So you go back a month. So if it's around the 15th of the month when you're doing this, you go back to the 15th of the previous month. You look what you were paying from the 15th, the 16th, the 17th, the 18th. And you list that down in there and skip every other column, every other row, I mean, so that you leave yourself some space, maybe two or three lines so you can add stuff in there later on as you go, as you discovered you forgot something, you maybe didn't pay something last month that you paid this month, that kind of thing. You can also do the exact same thing on paper, a little more tedious, but it can work. And you want to start out first going from paycheck A, paycheck B, one pay period. As you get that perfected, you maybe copy and paste it a second paycheck period. Run it down. Then you just go in and update it and change because you're going to be paying different things at different times. You want to do that as far out in advance that you can. Two pay periods. If you get paid every two weeks, bi-weekly, and maybe do it two or three. That gives you four to six weeks in advance. You're looking forward. You want to look forward. And as far as your income, you want to. If your income's the same every pay period, it's easy. If your income changes every pay period, you need to go back two or three pays, add them up, divide it by three, use an average. Over time, you'll get that average pretty close. If it's off $50, $100, you know, you're going to be okay. That's why we leave the balance of $500. You know, you don't want to take your checking account below $500 because you don't want to bounce checks. You know, you don't want to look bad. You don't want to pay fees, man. We really don't want to pay fees because it's a waste of money. The more you can do that, the better off you are. The more accurate you can be, the better off you are. Once you know pretty confident that man here's my balance and i'm gonna get paid and that's my new balance boy that's a big number take that extra money out out of there put a line in there transfer to savings and make it a, a minus and take it out and adjust your balance going down and look what happens you want to do that as soon as possible so you get paid you look forward the same day as payday, maybe the day after payday, within a day or so. Okay, it looks like I'm going to have an extra $500. Transfer that $500 immediately to the savings account. Remember, the feds require you're only allowed to take six withdrawals from your savings account a month. A word from my sponsor. I support isotonic vitamins. If you're not taking vitamins on a daily basis, you should be, and it should be isotonic. It should be a part of your monthly budget. So you've already got it budgeted. You might as well buy the best. Rapid absorption, highly concentrated, and maximum benefits. And they work really good. So I highly recommend them. To find out more, go to my website, deucedebtincreasewealth.buzzsprout.com. Upper right-hand corner, click on the heart, and it'll take you to the website. Thank you very much for supporting this podcast.
uh, last week we had an article where they mentioned about off off online banks we can get a higher interest rate if you're just getting started trying to get a savings account going don't worry about that right now once you have a say a three thousand dollar minimum balance in your savings and you are building it up fairly quick and you know you don't have to use that money then maybe go online and look for a search high yield savings there's many options compare their rates at that time they were always changing and maybe go in and set one up and transfer two thousand dollars because two thousand dollars at two percent is a whole lot more than two thousand dollars at one tenth of one percent you hopefully never have to use it that's the idea as your debt comes down you can increase to four thousand or more uh, just a note from the article last week and the article is pretty good because it, you know, told you to look at things like your big expenses, your housing, your car, and see how you can reduce that. There are ways to reduce it. You can refinance. You can refinance your car loan nowadays. It's, you don't want to refinance finance your house and pay off your car. Because you don't want to take a three-year loan or a five-year loan and turn it into a 15- or a 30-year loan. You're trying to get out of debt as quick as possible. You don't want to extend it. And you're going to make the house payment bigger if you pay off that car and roll it over into your mortgage. I, that's just my personal thought. You, you want to try to become financially secure. And you want to try to get your mortgage payment down. So if you lose some income, your spouse quits working something bad happens you still have enough money in that savings your emergency fund or you might still make enough money from unemployment some other source working part-time where you can still pay for the house and you don't lose everything that's the main reason you can always you know sell the car and pay that off or default on the car and they just take the car instead of defaulting on the house and they take your house can't really live in a car you could live in a house so that's just my point this week's article is how to reduce your spending by 700 dollars a month so this is going to be an interesting one that's up next overspending here's how to cut your expenses by 700 dollars a month by tanisha a skike special to usa today um about a year ago shannon and daniel carnes of keller texas faced bankruptcy both foot doctors, they had $500,000 in debt. We quickly found out that owning our practice while facing massive amounts of debt was not the best plan, says Shannon, 34. Instead of filing for Chapter 13 bankruptcy to restructure and get the collectors off their back, she says they decided to get extreme by reaming in their life, reeling in their life's style to pay down the debt. It meant taking a hard look at their budget and identifying ways to drastically reduce it. We cut all unnecessary or miscellaneous spending for about two months, she says. This allowed us to realize there was extra money in our budget. We weren't just being intentional with it. That intentionally, a term of off-sighted by financial guru, Day Ramsey, led to Carnes who are parents to three young children to cut more than 8,000 of expenses from their budget in the first six months of 2019 
by switching services, swapping cars, and ultimately downsizing their home. There are dozens of ways to save money. If you're wondering where to begin, here are six ways to cut your expenses by over $700 a month. 1. Lower the cable. 30-something married couple Anthony and, I don't know, Hargzant in Fresno, Texas were paying $250 a month for cable. We cut the home phone and lowered our tier for a high-speed internet, says Anthony, an IT director. We now pay $150 a month. If you want to cut the cord altogether, sign up for streaming services like Hulu, Prime, Video, YouTube, TV, monthly savings, $100. Shop around for car insurance. When the monthly premium nearly doubled for our 2013 Nissan Altima, my family compared rates versus Insurfee.com. And when they called six companies for quotes, we slashed our bill from 277 to $122 a month by switching companies and bundling our homeowners and car insurance monthly savings $155. Ooh, that's quite a bit. Eat in, not out. Shannon Carnes, the podiatrist, also runs the blog, the frutalfoodfootdoctor.com. I instruct readers to go through three to six months of bank statements to assess where they are spending, she says. She herself discovered families were spending hundreds of dollars on fast food. Consumers spent an average of $3,459 eating out in 2018, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. That breaks down to $280 a month. Instead of dining out, go to the supermarket and cook. Monthly savings, $288. Slash your cell bill. The Hodzogs pay $200 a month for service. We switched to family plan for $85 a month and then put the extra towards debt, says Anthony. With the debt paid, they are using the funds to help save up for a home. Comparison shopping sites like Wirefly.com may help. The average user saves 30% by stitching from one pro- switching from one provider to another, says Logan Abbott, the company's president. Monthly savings, $115. Cancel the gym. Take your workout outside through walking, biking, or using local recreation room for free. If you're not using the gym regularly, cancel it, says Tanya Peterson, a vice president with Freedom Financial Network. Memberships can cost $30 a month. Funnel that money towards some summer fund. Monthly savings, $30. STEM subscription creep. In 2019, users spent $640 on digital subscriptions, including music service, dating apps, cloud storage, streaming service, according to an analyst for the New York Times by Mint. That comes down to $53 a month. You may be surprised to learn how much you are automatically paying each month without even using a service, says Molly Ford Coates, founder and CEO of Ford Financial Management in El Paso. It's an incredibly plainest, painless way to cut expenses. Monthly savings, $53. Sorry for any mispronouncing of names and words in that article. I sometimes struggle with pronouncing the English language. Thank you very much. I got a few notes there that I'd like to expand upon. The cable, what I did was switch to streaming. So instead of paying $90 a month for satellite TV, I switched to streaming. I get international 
channels for my wife at $16 a month. I get all the cable networks, History, Discovery, TLC, all those for $16 a month. So you can really save a lot of money, but the trick is saving money from cutting from your cable to streaming. You only need to stream one or two channels, whether it's Netflix. And what I do is I'm on one. If I've seen all those programs, I, I, I'm month to month, so I, I stop that service, and I might go to Netflix, uh, watch their stuff for two or three, six months. Once I've seen most of that, I cancel that. I go back to the other one. I watch their stuff for maybe a year. And that way, if you go back and forth, whatever you set up, you know, in within that plan for your favorite channels and your saved channels, it'll still be there because I've done it. And I go back and forth. So instead of spending $32 a month, you know, 16 twice, I'm only spending it once. I'm a truck driver, so I'm not home. I'm only home a couple days a week. I don't watch TV all the time. My wife thinks I don't do, but that's beside the point. That that's where I'm coming from. That we're looking ways to save money because what we really want to do is reduce that debt. And you only got two ways, as I said before. Increase your revenues or reduce your spending. So there was a big tip there in that article for cable and streaming, how you can switch to streaming and replace it with your replace your cable. I've never gone over the amount. Maybe your internet service might go up $10 a month because you're streaming more, using more data. You might want to try it on a limited basis and see what happens. Watch a lot of TV for two, three days, then check your internet provider and see you know how much of your data you're using. Or maybe pay that extra 20 bucks a month. Increase the amount you can stream and then cut that $70 a month you know, bill out. You're just reducing it all around. You might, one might go up a little bit. Another one will come down a lot a bit. So what's the plan? Your plan is to reduce your debt as quickly as possible by keeping track of your finances, by reducing your spending, cut out all unnecessary spending, increase your income if possible, Reduce your expenses. If you can reduce large expenses, that's even better. But look at everything you're paying. Try to reduce it. I'm not saying that you get an inferior product. Don't buy things. Uh, don't buy it if you don't need it. Uh, that's a good step towards it. Instead of buying five cases of toilet paper, just buy one case. You know, just kind of look at the short term when you're buying stuff buy stuff for the week ahead or two weeks ahead don't go overboard because you buy too much food and it's a good example and you put it in your freezer and you have a storm and you lose your electric you're going to be throwing all that away so only buy what you're going to eat in the next seven or eight days it's always better fresh anyway that's my opinion one of my other hobbies is smoking meat. So I just buy the meat right before I need it. Marinate it or I put my rub on there and I let it sit in the refrigerator for overnight, you know, 10, 12, 24 hours. 
and I smoke it right away, and I eat it up right away, so there's less waste. Some way to, ways to, I guess what I'm getting at, ways to cut your spending is have less waste. Keeping everything under control. Don't, don't go out and buy a cup of coffee if you have a coffee machine at home. Even though it takes a little bit longer, get up five minutes earlier and make that cup of coffee. Take it with you instead of buying it. That's five bucks a day. That's uh, $25 a week, five days a week. So it's just not only is it the big things, it's also the little things. The other part of the plan is increasing your credit. So as your debt goes down, you don't want to close out your credit cards. They might close them for you. It depends how bad your credit is. You need to make the minimum payment on time. And then when you get it paid off, don't close it. Leave it open because if you close it, that's going to reduce your credit. And that's going to hurt your credit rating. Not only are you going to get your finances under control, you're going to pay down your debt. It's also going to increase your credit rating which is gonna make other things cheaper such as your insurance on your car because your insurance company looks at your credit rating to assess how much they're gonna charge your premium it all kind of works together so that's the plan you need to stick to it remember you didn't go in debt overnight well you might have you know if you bought a house you can't afford it's gonna take time there's lots of tip tips out there they work. You just got to stay at it. But it's not going to be, well, what can I do today and I'm out of debt tomorrow? That's not going to happen. It's, it's going to be two, three, six, eight years. That's the end of another episode. I hope you found it useful. And if you would like to share this episode with your friends, please do so. I'm open for any suggestions for improvement or for information that you'd like to talk about in future episodes. You can go to my Facebook page and leave me a message. I'm more than glad to respond. To find my Facebook page, go to ReducedDebtIncreasedWealth.com and click on the Facebook icon.